Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with... Sean. Chris. Oh, and Lee. I was just <laughs> looking for a shunt like you told me to. Got one. Don't ask him to do two things at once. So, how is uh, how is multitasking treating you? Not well. <laughs> you, uh, so far, so good. <laughs> so, one quarter of tonight's show being Lee's hip is brought to you by Windows 11. <laughs> Most of the time when I talk, I would close my eyes just to like divert power. <laughs> God help you if somebody offers you a piece of chewing gum. <laughs> oh, it, it'll be like a fucking um, star, starship from Star Trek being attacked by the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> um, those those that can comprehend the question, how are we all doing? Reasonable. Yeah, all right. And Lee's answer is, nope, he's still yeah. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, saying, I'm still <laughs> looking for a shunt. I'm still, no, 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 I've got a shunt. I was, I was, I was just turning you up because you sound so lovely. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just me. Me, I'm fine. <laughs> it's going to be one of them shows this week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just, just me. Um, not a great deal in the news this week, but we've got uh, we've got a Mexican Grand Prix to look forward to. Is look forward to the right words? Well, yeah, I mean, I the atmosphere so. is always fantastic, isn't it, in the Mexican Grand Prix since they brought it back? Like the atmosphere and like the sort of the feeling of it being a real event is always fantastic. Mm. Oh, uh, the just, race! Just, I just want to wish a uh, Bueno Dio de los Muertos to our Mexican listeners today. <laughs> you can you can tell I've been practicing. Do we have a lot of Mexican listeners? Well, might do now. We do now. Might do, might do now that I wish them happy Day of the Dead. No, no, no. Genuine, genuine question because I know we see it in the analytics. I just thought well, it was just an interesting thing if we happen to have lots of Mexican listeners. You're going to make me look this up now, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. If we find out that it's about three, is it going to be worth the hassle? Probably not. No. Right. Let's have a look by geography. This makes this makes for thrilling audio. Oh, it doesn't. I, I've, inhaled, I've inhaled something. I didn't expect <coughs> to go this far. No. Um, last I'm sh- sorry. Right, the last show got 23 downloads in Mexico. That is nominal. Nominal. That, that was an awful lot of work you just put in for 23 people. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not like against minorities or anything, but Wait I'm one a second. of those people. Hang on. Do we have some kind of, like... Are you okay, Sean? I think I'm just going to... I'm going to hit pause. Right, uh, we're back. Sean, are you feeling better after that? I, I can breathe again. We're all good. Mm, oh, hang on. We're about to have a marauding cat. Yeah, she's um, fine. So, yeah, were we? 20, uh, 23 downloads in Mexico last time, but they do have a Grand Prix this weekend. Yes, they do. Seamless, seamless um, segue there, Paul. Not like it took half an hour to get there at all. <laughs> do you want to tell everyone what you were talking about in that half hour? I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I think the rest of us the rest of us probably would. Um <laughs> some people listen to this in cars with <laughs> children. <laughs> like some people listening to it in cars with laptops. If you drive, <laughs> never child. Uh, should have recorded that. That'd have been one for the Christmas show. Anyway, yeah, Mexican Grand Prix with the um, with the baseball stadium full of barbecues. That still mm. that still worried me uh, from the first race that they had when they were just pulling onto the straight before the baseball section, and you could see the smoke from the barbecues. And every time you saw it, you thought, "Who's crashed?" Hmm. No, but it was just the Mexicans having a great barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they really know how to go go for the atmosphere there. Um, yeah, no, totally. It's um, it's always a fantastic event, but not necessarily a great race. Um, don't know if I said that before we got cut off, but um... <laughs> it's like um, it's like the US Grand Prix, but just without the good race. Yeah, it can you be kind entertaining. Of... You always want the Mexican Grand Prix to be a little bit better than it is, don't you? It's always yeah. it's just not quite there as a race. I mean, the, yeah. the, the circuit's decent enough, but I mean, I guess there's constraints to what they can do with it because it's like slap bang in the middle of a massive housing development, and they've taken down half a baseball stadium to uh, to put it, put it there. Some Tilka's demolition works. Um, it's been a Red Bull track previously. Yeah. Um, even since, um, even since, you know, even since Red Bull and Honda, uh, became a partnership, which, would I be right in thinking it's the highest altitude race of the year? It is. It does put specific strains on the old power unit. And of course, this, this could be, um, this could be playing into Red Bull's hands if uh, Lewis has to take another engine penalty this weekend as has been discussed yeah I think it's possible that Lewis Hamilton would take an engine penalty he's uh, Red Bull have been powerful at circuits that aren't normally Red Bull powerful circuits so um, what are they going to be like when they go to these two these two races that they're going to now Uh, what's going on Bruno is shredding a box okay Uh, with uh, Red Bull being really strong in Mexico and Brazil, now would be the right time if Lewis Hamilton does need to take another engine penalty to take that engine penalty. Mm. Um, it might not be... Uh, I mean, we, we we never know. As I said, you can always get DNFs and anything else, but it does look like Red Bull are turning the screw and uh, running out of races for Mercedes to respond. Mm. I mean, don't forget as well, this is, this is the first of a flyaway triple header. Yes. Because we true. have Mexico, Brazil, and... What do we have after... Is, is, it, is, is it Qatar? It's, Saudi, it's Qatar first, Qatar, and, then, yeah. Yeah, and then Saudi and Abu Dhabi are the last two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... You'd, th- you'd have to think that this is probably the the best opportunity if they think they have to take on the regent penalty. I half wonder if I was Mercedes and they still have this supposed concern over the reliability of the engine, I wonder if I would actually hang on another week and do it in Brazil where you can overtake a bit better. Possibly. Oh, but you've got that big old uh, straight, don't you, in Mexico? Maybe they think a new engine will help them get past people with some DRS. You have, yeah, but then you know Mexico is hard on the engine anyway, and if the Mercedes mm. engine isn't so great, you've still then got five races to do with it. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it, it all, a lot of it depends on what the sort of latest development in the new engine that they're putting in is, because I still don't believe that all these extra ICEs that have been taken this year are of the same spec. There's got to have been tweaks on them. With the yeah, uh, I, with, but, with the freeze I mean, coming up, at the, uh, you know, in five races' time. But I think there'll be tweaks on it, trying to fix whatever the fucking problem is with it. You know, mm-hmm. they, they've that the top and bottom of it is that although it's still a very good engine, don't get me wrong, there is a fundamental weakness in that power unit this year. Yeah, it's and it's a reliability that, tweak. It's not a 
an enhanced performance tweak, is it? Yeah. Yeah, you're really? allowed to you're allowed to do reliability tweaks, aren't you? So long as you can prove that they haven't improved the performance. Yeah, and rarely, um, if you've got a reliability problem, rarely do you manage to sort the reliability problem out and gain speed at the same time. You know, if if anything, when you try and fix a reliability problem, genu generally slows the car down a little bit, doesn't it? Unless you claim that it's a reliability problem that only kicks in above 170 miles an hour, for example, and uh, <laughs> oh look, this one now does 180 without falling apart. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it's now more reliable. I feel that the old uh, that the stewards are a bit wise to that sort of stuff. <laughs> it depends what's not written down in the rules, though. <coughs> yeah, well, how they can be interpreted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know. You know, we've joked about it before, but it is a genuine thing that Ross Braun has got his own um, loophole checking department now. I think that mm. you know, I think when he uh, when he took over as sporting director of F one, that was one of his first sort of major appointments to effectively stop people doing what he'd been doing for his, for the entirety of his F one career. It's why he's the perfect guy to do the job he's doing. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Yeah, what's next? Put Flavio in charge of contract. No. <laughs> the after party. No, although he is back in Formula One. Oh, God, Good. is he? Good. He he is now, um, and I think he might be working with friend of the show, Sean Kelly, uh, in uh, the Paddock Club. He's uh, one of the Paddock Club hosts. Uh, I do I... believe he and friend of the show, Sean Kelly, do have some rapport, do they not? I yeah. believe so. Yes. Sean has mentioned him previously when he's been on. Um, we will we'll be able to ask Sean again before the end of the season because um, he will be speaking to us live from, um, well, depending on where he is, it could be Saudi Arabia or it could be Abu Dhabi. Nice. Before the end I of the remember, season. Uh, I remember Mark Webber when Flavio was sort of banned from Formula One. Uh, Mark Webber saying that as soon as Flavio was banned, he started managing himself because... As far as Weber was concerned, Flavia was the only honest person in the paddock. Jesus. Whoa. This is why he got constantly number two, then. <laughs> no, I think his remark is a, is a reflection of why he got constantly, constantly number two, not the other way around. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, so, are we going to do predictions this early? We've really not got a lot to talk about tonight. We're just going to wander off on some tangents and come back to predictions later, or...? Well, let's... I mean, let's talk about what's... Like Lewis Hamilton, the championship, like we were just doing mm -hmm. before. Yeah, um, it, it is coming to a head, isn't it? We've got yeah. five races left. There's 12 points between the two protagonists. And it does look, as I said last week, that you know, given normal circumstances, I believe that Red Bull would have this probably wrapped up with a race to go mm. at the moment. I mean, Formula One does tend to, when you have tight championships like this, um, I'm looking at the, well, I can't remember what year it was. Remember the year that Vettel spun? Um, I had to fight his way back through. 2012. Um, yeah, I think it was 2012. Yeah. Mm. Lewis and Massa, you know, the these championships that tend to get up, be quite tight and go to, go to the wire shock things tend to happen in them you know they did it, it it never really it never tends to just be a race with two people and then one wins that wins the race and wins the championship 
it's always a uh, like someone goes out like Jack Villeneuve and Hill. Jack Villeneuve crashed out, didn't he, or or retired? I can't remember. His wheel fell um, off. Yeah, um, um, Alonso and Hamilton, you know, just fucking did each other through the season, and Kimi Raikkonen ended up winning the world championship. Uh, you know, these things tend to have Timo like another... Timo Glock not having a pit stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, and M- M- Toyota supposedly getting McLaren chassis the next year. How odd! Um, <laughs> there tends to be an extra layer to these things, and I just wonder whether, because right now it looks like Max Verstappen is odds-on favourite to win the world championship, I wonder whether there's going to be another twist in the championship somewhere around, uh, down the line. Well, we've got we've got two tracks that we've never been to before, so we have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, Saudi Arabia, <clears throat> we're still juries out as to whether or not it's going to be built. Or I was going to say but... one one of which isn't even a track yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we know we know La Salle is primarily a bike track, so that could react quite bizarrely. I think there's quite a bit of elevation change on it, so it could be. Um, you just don't know which way they're going to go. They they could definitely the two of them could throw a proper spanner in the works. It'd be interesting, interesting to see if the teams have got any um, sort of what level of circuit data they've got from uh, from La Salle is. Well, Red Bull should be able to get Hondas, you would think, because they share an engine and a title sponsor. In the same way that Mercedes possibly would get Yamahas? Possible. Through Patronus. Patronus tie-up. Um, Saudi Arabia is going to be a complete and utter... Mm-hmm. You know, if they haven't built it, they're not going to even be able to lidar scan it to p- plug it into the uh, plug it into the Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they they they, ha- they have people that that they send to uh, to circuits. You know, bef- beforehand, you know, to to, to gather data. Um, as you say, it's not put not possible with um, with Jeddah, but certainly possible with uh, Lasalle. Um, they must have had car races around there before. There'll be data that they'll be collecting, um, people that they'll be talking to to gain as much insight as possible. But we, as Sean said before, we won't really know what's going on in either of those two circuits until Formula One cars start going round. Mm, I want to say GP2 Asia was uh, was at La Salle. Uh, according to its Wikipedia page, it's had eight hours of Doha in WEC and it's had some world touring cars. And that's it for cars. Wow. Is it quite narrow? I think it is quite narrow. The other thing we found out the other year in um, World Superbike Championship is it has no drainage whatsoever built into it because they obviously don't have a lot of rain. However, on the day that World Superbikes was at La Salle, they had a year's worth of rain in Qatar in one day and the whole of Doha was like at a standstill. Because there was nowhere for that water to go. No, it, it, it did rain once in Abu Dhabi, didn't it? Um, as they got there on the Thursday, I think it was. I think it was a spritz. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it was a rain. Yeah, <laughs> could have been Bernie setting up his sprinklers. Possible. Could have been. So yeah, I mean, we are, we are really going into the unknown with this championship. I don't. You know, I don't think don't think we've ever had two unraced tracks so late in a season before. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, in twenty twenty, obviously, we had 
um, circuits that went to that either Formula One hadn't been to or hadn't been to for a while. Um, but or, or in the, or in the case of the Squirrel configurations that they'd never raced on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, there was an extra thing thrown up there with you know Russell being in the Mercedes and and mm. Hamilton missing the race. So you know, Formula One's supposed to be get, getting back to some kind of normality, isn't it? So, you know, the 2022 calendar is expected to not have any changes on it at all whatsoever. And then they're expected to welcome China back into the calendar for 2023, is it? Mm-hmm. I think they said. So the last 18 months, two years now, have been... Um, They've thrown up so many possibilities of, of sort of where Formula One could go, what it might do. Even going back to to Imola for for a race next year for the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. But yeah, I can't think of another situation where there are two races at circuits that Formula One has never raced on, and they're two of the last three races of the year. I've done some further scrolling on LaSalle. There was a GP2 Asia round there in 2009. Won by Sergio Perez by any chance? Race 2 was won by Sergio Perez. Race 1 won by Nico Hulkenberg. There was also something called the Speed Car Series where a race was won by Vitantonio Liuzzi. So take that as you will. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck Speed Car Series is, but I'm going to say it's probably... Clearly a championship full of like top-class motorsport drivers there. Yes. Oh, apparently the defending champion in 2009 was Johnny Herbert. <laughs> 2009? I'm fascinated by whatever the fuck this series is. Amazing. John Lacey was in it. Johnny Herbert at the tender age of 174. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking this is kind of possibly a seniors tour. Oh, Vita Antonio Liuzzi in 2009 wouldn't have been that senior. It was finished in F1 by then, wasn't it? Heinz Harold Frentzen did a couple of rounds. Heinz Harold Frentzen, thank you. <laughs> <coughs> I'm gonna have to, was he the this... last F1 driver to actively smoke and be a Formula 1 driver? Yes. Publicly. Publicly. Yeah. I feel like we might have to YouTube this later. I'm fascinated by the concept of this. Speed car? Yes. It sounds like a a, a bunch of cars... Uh, sorry, a bunch of Formula One drivers who've, who've got a little bit too much money and don't want to let go just yet. Yes. Sadly, mm. Johnny Herbert um, finished second on this season, uh, but did beat in the championship Liuzzi and Alacy. Friend of the podcast, Johnny Herbert. Yes, of course. We're going to have to find out more about this series. It's, it, sound, it sounds... Let's just go for better than Grand Prix Masters, if anyone remembers that one race. The, the, ser- the, the series, the series has sadly folded. <laughs> I, I still think that's a good idea, fundamentally a good idea, even if you know, it didn't, didn't work right, did it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, um, you know, it was, it was good. It was... You know, proper throwback. They were uh, they were driving V10s. I seem to remember. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Nigel Mansell took the piss out of Alan Jones by saying he's still too wide to fit in the car. <laughs> Murray Walker was commentating. You know, it, it was great. It was. And Nigel Mansell won the race. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just unfortunate that um, it didn't work out and they couldn't actually fund a 
you know, anything close to a season. That's a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, you'd wonder how you couldn't fund a season of that with those names in it. Yeah, I mean, there was there was some there were some sizable names in there. Yeah, well, I mean, the minute you've got like a Nigel Mansell or something like that in it, you just think you think something comes in. Maybe that. I mean, that was pre F one TV, wasn't it? So mm. maybe after the Sky deal, you know, dedicated channel and things like that, and essentially. I have the, I have sorry, a list in front of me of, of who took part in this. So, and, and you are you are totally correct. Nigel, do you know what they were supposed to race at La Salle in Qatar? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could have we could have got some slightly better data. Yeah, we could have done. Uh, Nigel Mansell. Emerson Fittipaldi, Ricardo Patrese, Andrea De Cesaris, Derek Warwick, Hans Joachim Stuck, Christian Danner, Eddie Cheever, Jan Lammers, my favourite driver of all time. Not really. <laughs> Eliseo Salazar, Patrick Tombay, Rennie Arnu, Jacques Lafitte, and Stefan Johansson. There are no shit drivers in that lineup. I mean that 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 was like that's that's the sharp end of a sort of early eighties race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how they how did they manage to screw that? Was the promoter Manx by any chance? <laughs> uh, let's have a look. I bet it was more getting everybody in the same place at the same time to do the to do the races. There is you know, there is a wonderful section on the page about on the wikipedia page for about the the controversy around people's weight and um someone telling alan jones the only time he's seen a podium was when he passed it on the way to the lavatory <laughs> uh, also like jones telling uh, christian danner that he'd only seen it when he passed it on the way to the lavatory apparently they did race at la Salle in 2006 i do not remember this i only remember the one that they did in kyle army yeah i just remember the kyle army one i saw i just caught it on tv by complete accident Mantle also won that one. (laughs) And he didn't finish the third race that they did in in 2006 at Silverstone, which was won by Eddie Cheever. Oh, no. Oh, no, wait, hang on. In uh, 2006, Pierluigi Martini was racing in uh, Grand Prix Masters. I don't know what what you have to do to, to... Qualify as a master, but I'm not sure Pierluigi Martini. Better name than racing record. Yeah, don't don't forget Valtteri Bottas is in the um, 2022 race of champions. <laughs> with, with Mika Hakkinen, is, isn't he? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So race of champions and countrymen of champions. Mm. Race of champion. <laughs> I, I who are oh, who was the man? Mister um, X Mercedes driver. Um, Michael Schumacher. No, Rosberg? Michael, no, Sch- no, Michael no, Schumacher. The, no, the young, the young guy. He never drove for Mercedes. What he was like? The he was a he, on the junior Verline. team. Verline. Yes. Let's not forget Verline drove in the race of champions. So, um, and broke his back. Did he not? He did break his back. Which we took the piss out of mercilessly because we just thought he'd got a little bit of an owie, and then he released his X-rays. Yeah, but Princess to be, to, Pascal. Actually, yeah. no, he, he fractured his spine. <laughs> yeah, to be to be fair though, the guy was that sort of drab as a human being. He didn't notice he'd broken his back. You know, you'd think he'd notice something like that. 
I don't think that it wasn't that he didn't notice. I think he just was trying not to make it public until he absolutely had to. Mm, maybe. I was never a fan of their lines. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only time he actually made it public was FP1 in Australia. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've driven the car, I can't drive the car anymore. Which is admirable, really, but at the same time, at the time, didn't sound very good at all. Like, oh, I'm in a bit too much pain here, people. Gabe Giovanazzi is big break. And the history books will remember <laughs> that day. <laughs> all I remember about that day was our dishwasher flooded and we had some, we were mopping the kitchen floor up at about half one in the morning. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? Sometimes you can remember what was happening when you were watching Formula One races. <laughs> yeah, when Jacques Villeneuve made his debut in 1996 um, at the Australian Grand Prix, I was watching the replay of the race uh, in the afternoon when somebody came around to to, to look at my house to to, to buy it, and uh, I wouldn't turn the TV down, even though these people were like looking at my lounge, like yeah, it's a good good size, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if you if you're buying a house, you want to know what the acoustics are like. Yeah, and they bought the house the next day, so I don't see what the problem was. Oh, so <laughs> they must have, they must have been happy with the acoustics. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> oh, Back in the days when I would watch the I would watch the the early Grand Prix because let's be honest, Europeans haven't gotten up early for a Grand Prix for a good couple of years now. Um, <laughs> But I would get up early to watch a race, and then I would watch the replay at like whenever it was on, like lunchtime on the Sunday as well. <laughs> just in, just in case you dropped off during any anything live. No, no, not at all. Just I just I wouldn't drop off. I'd just watch it again. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep a cat away from headbutting a microphone here. Oh god! Sorry, we're, we're having we're having just the being us- a podcat. Yeah, we're having the usual podcat difficulties. You gonna say something, Dizzy? No, apparently not. There, there we go. There we go. go. Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Reluctant podcast. So this is the content you came for. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. People, people, people only come for the cats. Yeah, my you know, coughing fit, the cats, and whatever else we've got in store for you. Yeah, come for the come for the jokes. Stay for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> We could do a review of this this week's biscuit selection, but... Well, we've gone cake, not biscuits. I was going to say, they are technically cakes. Outrageous. So, shall we do some predictions for Mexico? Because I think we're getting, yes. we're getting to that kind of point where we could do with deciding who's going to do what. I, I think... Oh, oh, go on, Sean. Sean I, first. Ladies first, of course. I will go for the highly predictable Verstappen win. Um... Perez second, and I'm going to go for a Norris third. Mm. So Hamilton will take the engine penalty and... I don't know. I'm just predicting not a good Mercedes day. I'm undecided on the engine penalty. Mm. I think um, it's going to be Verstappen and Perez top two, but I'm going to go for Sainz in third. No. I think Ferrari seem, Ferrari's engine seems to be improving, so uh, if it's really improving as much as they say that it has without cheating, then they should be good at high altitude as well. Uh, Flood, do you want to go or do you want me to go? 
No, I'll go. I'll go Verstappen, Ricardo, Perez. Oh, oh, right. Um, I want to go for what Sean did because I think that's right. <laughs> but I'll, I'll keep things slightly interesting. I'm gonna go George for... Russell. George, George <laughs> Russell, Antonio Giovinazzi. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody else has died. Um. I will go for Max Verstappen. No, it's just, oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, I, I don't even know what the scores are at the minute, but I imagine I need to make some back. Do you, um, do you know what? I've not actually been keeping score this season. Oh, have we not? All right. No. Okay. You mean we're putting in all this effort for fuck all? Oh. It's for fun. For fuck oh. all. <laughs> if, if anyone fancies going back over the last God knows how long and, do, and tallying all the scores up, then... Get a life. All, all this effort for fuck all. It sounds like a seven year, seventeen year marriage. Um, what are we doing? Right, Max Verstappen. Then, if if I don't have to take a gamble to try and win points, Max Verstappen, um, Lewis Hamilton, and um, Lando Norris. Three different teams. Right. Um, if you want to put your own predictions in, head over to the website, threelegsballwheels.com, look for the game section, and um, go for the uh, 2021 Grand Prix Prediction League. Go for the top three, pole position, fastest lap, how many non-classifieds, and whether there'll be a safety car or not. I'm reckoning there will be. And you see, it does matter when you guys do it. Yeah, yes. we are we are keeping score for you lot. Mm. Well, the app's keeping score for you lot. I don't, I don't sit there with a spreadsheet. Anymore, anymore. Don't don't pull the curtain back. Well, that's okay because I was about to I was about to talk Formula Lee next, and that is run on a spreadsheet. Shh. Right. Okay. Go on. Right. Okay. Right. But it's not always to do the spreadsheet anymore, is it? Shh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Formula Lee. Um, we'll have the results of the first race next week because uh, our spreadsheet intern is busy working them out while we're just sat on the backside our backsides recording the podcast. But it's time for a new challenge. And I guess it's going to have to be Mexico, isn't it? Seems, seems reasonable. Seeing as we have a Mexican Grand Prix. And... Right. Flood, wet or dry? Uh, dry. Dry. And Sean, choose the car. Uh, I think since they have the only Mexican driver, it should be a Red Bull. Right. There we go. So a Red Bull round Mexico in the dry. And this one runs until 7 o'clock UK time, which is 2 o'clock Eastern, and anywhere else, work it out, on the 15th of November. Um, put the results in on Discord, there's a link on the website to that, or you can email them direct to our spreadsheet intern at formula-lee at threelegsfourwheels.com. And you got uh, you got two weeks, so uh, happy, happy time trialling. Yeah, and as I haven't played the game yet, apparently I've been told last time we set a challenge, we missed out whether it's to, on realistic mode or not. And yes, it is on realistic mode, so the car speeds are closer to the real thing. So see, well, if you... does it have an arcade mode? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's got like an evened out mode where all all the cars have got the same power. Oh, which which is the one that they use in the Formula One Pro esports. Mm, makes sense. But on the uh, but you can choose to have it so that the cars are uh, realistically balanced against each other. Rumor has it it's on sale on Steam this week, but I don't know about anybody else. I've not got time to play it at the minute. 
No, to be fair, I haven't switched my PlayStation on for since um, probably July. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next time you do want to use it, you're going to have like a seven-week update given your internet. He's going to have to bring it. My update is fine during the day. It's just the nighttime is shite. I'm going to say he's going to have to bring it around to one of ours to update it, isn't he? Yeah, I've not I've not touched my PlayStation. Um, I've been concentrating on iRacing mainly because I'm getting another plug-in for this. Um, in a little under three weeks, we are putting a team in the 23 Hours of Zolder, um, part of Jimmy Broadbent's Race for Mental Health. And if you want a link to where to donate, all the all the uh, all the fundraising is going to Mind UK Mental Health Charity. Um, let, drop us a line on Twitter at Three Legs Four Wheels or the usual ways of getting in touch and. Or go to the website, and there'll be a link on there where you can uh, you can donate to the Just Giving page that's been set up for it. They're aiming for twenty thousand twenty thousand pounds this year, um, which is about a third of what they did last time. So hopefully, it's going to raise a good uh, good amount for mental health charities. It's advertising advertising and plug over with, and we've got a cat climbing up some board games. Um, Lee, do you want to find a turtle shunt? Got one. Where's my phone? There it is. <laughs> uh, You've got one, but you haven't got the device that it's on. This one was sent in by regular shunter Cammy Hutton. Ah, Mr. The Fat Perler. Yeah, yeah. we have uh, had shunts from uh, Mr. Hutton in the past. Yeah, he, uh, in fact, I'll be perfectly fucking honest with you guys, uh, he sent this in at five o'clock today, uh, and... <laughs> Th- thus leaving him at the top of my Twitter message pile. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, I was born in 1943. If I may, yay. Yay. <clears throat> Indeed. I am American. So this is 78-year-old American. Mm. My maths are acceptable. I nearly had my leg amputated in a crash in 1960. I will clarify, that says here, in a crash, not after a crash. Physically in the crash. Mm. So somebody who had a nasty crash at 17. Proper boo-boo. Right, so somebody who got a bit more shunty than Pascal Verlein. Yes. Um, I've got to admit, Ameri- American drivers of that age, I'm not great on... So I'm going to do the predictable thing of, say, Andretti and somebody pick a first name. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Mario from back then, isn't it? Let's be honest. But it seems a bit... That's the kind of of thing you'd know. Yeah, it's a bit early, isn't it, for Mm. Mario Andretti? Not early, sorry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, don't don't forget the Andrettis are an incredibly large family, and oh, there might yeah, I mean, there might be a spare one. Yeah, I mean, you know, for all we know, there could have been a Luigi. Yeah, unknown uh, fact: there's that many Andrettis. It's what the Gremlins being covered in water was based on. (laughs) Don't refuel them after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd like a guess. I don't have anything better to offer than Mario Andretti, but I don't think it's him. No, I... Yeah, uh, same. Yeah. Oh, wow. Unconvinced by your own guess. That's not a very good start, is it? Well, no, it, well, it's, it's not a good start for us, but it's a, it's a good start for Cammy. I began my career as a teen. 
I suppose if you crashed, crashed and nearly lost a leg at 17, yes. And possibly yeah. nearly almost also ended your career, mm. potentially. I died in 2019. I'm going not Mario. Nope. Eddie Cheever, the aforementioned Eddie Cheever. Nah, he's, he's still alive. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> so I am would have formally... Been... So I was Ooh, just... Sorry, Sean, no, sorry I was just doing maths again. So this person would have been 76 when they died. I am formally royalty. Right. Little bit too, little bit born too late for um, one of Statman's favourite drivers ever, Prince Prince Bear of Siam. Who a photo has turned up of him um, driving on the prom. The Isle of Man, (laughs) yes, Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um... Also, yeah, Eddie Cheever would have been would have been too young anyway, wouldn't he? What seventeen in what nineteen sixty? Yeah, far too young. So it's definitely not Eddie Cheever. Um, formerly, formerly royalty that gets me. Who's sort of been royally deposedly? Do not say Prince Andrew. Hmm. Is this going to be someone who's maybe like not divorced yet. out of like the Monaco family or something like that? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. It could, um, could well be. I mean, they're all, they're all into their extreme sports, aren't they? Because current Prince Albert was uh, bobsleighing. Mm. Right, a couple, of, <laughs> couple, couple of, couple of his sisters skied. <laughs> But then again, I suppose Monaco's that small. It's like, we want to put together an Olympic team. You do this event, you do this event. I've never done it before. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Who's carrying the flag? Who owns a flag? Uh, I'm going to have to rush you. Don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to rush us. When did you die again? I died 2019. in... 2019. Louder? Did we not decide this person was American? I died in 2019. <laughs> Wasn't it 2019 Nicky Louder died? It would have been oh, 2019 that, that Nicky Louder so died. That was so much funnier but... than that. So much funnier. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, yeah, but was Clue 2 not that he's American? Yeah, can we have Clue 2 again? Uh, clue 2. Uh, I nearly had my leg amputated. Oh, I've got... Um, I'm... Going somewhere entirely different, obviously. Oh, was Clue 3 about being American? I don't know. That's the thing. I only remember one motorsport death in 2019. It was quite an important one. Um, I got nothing. No, I have I have nothing to add at this no, point. No, me neither. So are, you, are you just burning a guess? No guess? When did Dan... Uh, this, this does seem slightly tough. I will let you... When did Dan Gurney die? Oh, that could have been... That could have been 2019. Good shout. I don't know his crashing and leg damaging history, but... No, that's... That's, that's, that's got a lot more potential. <clears throat> Should we go, go for Dan Gurney for the second guess? Why not? I am an eight-time world champion. Phil the Power Taylor. 
there was a guy that guy that I used to work with who had um, his surname surname was Taylor, and uh, he used to play darts regularly. But he wasn't called Phil; he was called Steve. So we nicknamed him the Shower. Steve the Shower Taylor. <laughs> what a horrible insult! <laughs> Uh, Eight-time world champion. Um, right, if if they are American, though, that could be anything because, I mean, winners of the Super Bowl, world champions. Winners of the World Series, world champions. Even, right. Even though teams from it, other countries, apart from two Canadian ones, can't go in it. It will be generally motor racing related, though, won't it? There will be a motor racing You would anticipate. Does NASCAR call their series winner the world champion? Who the fuck knows? It's still technically motorsport. <laughs> Eight-time world champion. I mean, there's a lot of disciplines of motorsport that he could have been in. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it could be like a rallyer. We, it could be a bike person. Yeah. We've not ruled out a biker. Um, yeah, I have nothing further to contribute. <laughs> no, I mean American mm. sports. Are we are we sure this person's American? I may have dreamt it... the, the bit about him being American. No, 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 that was a guess. Sorry, yeah, that that was one of the clues. He's Excellent. American. I am not making shit up. Yeah. No, because American sports people aren't my strong point ever. <laughs> yeah. Next next clue. Uh I have been married four times. Once to One a royal. The gossip mongers. Okay, so somebody who was married to a princess or duchess or something. Still not uh, helping. No. <laughs> um, another accident forced me into retirement. This person sounds quite clumsy, if we're being honest. Or unlucky. Is it Andrew Ridgely from Wham? <laughs> I don't think he's dead. <laughs> no, I think he only ever did two races and crashed in them both. So I don't know where he... <laughs> I don't know where the other six potential races for world championships would have gone to. <laughs> world champion, gold record, same thing. <laughs> Is that it, or is there a spaffer? Or is, is it Mickey Louder when you add up his world championships that he won as a driver and also as a team boss? There's not a spaffer. There's another cue. There's another proper clue yet. Oh right, oh, that 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 will be necessary. That may help. But Nicky um, Louder was not American. No. I doubt this will help. <laughs> but you can have it. Um, I tased someone after they ruined a party of mine. <laughs> Oh, I wish I knew this story. It sounds amazing. Right, if it... tas- tasing like tasing is not a like, back in the day thing, is it? This is going to be someone who's been this is going to be fairly getting rich. on yes. a bit and been tasing someone. And if it, I mean, if the question was I got tased, I would have said AJ Foyt. <laughs> Who tased AJ Foyt? <laughs> Going on the number of ways, different ways in which he's nearly died, probably a lot of people. Nothing will top the getting mauled by a tiger after retiring from a race <laughs> in the infield of a racetrack. I don't know, the bees comes close. 
or getting uh, getting stuck in a digger upside down on his own land. <laughs> it's not what we're here for. No, 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 we, no, no. We had AJ Foyt the other week. Um, yeah, I have no <sighs> idea who this is. Sorry. Uh, Spaffer. Yes. My my name is synonymous with motorsport. Um, I haven't got trophies that are named after people. I don't know. Died recently. I was, I was thinking, you know, the gurney flap. I I don't have Dan Gurney down as a taserer or a taserist. I don't quite know what the word is for that. <laughs> It was Italian Tesorito. Yeah, it just doesn't strike me as his jam. I think he was better than that. Um, we need to know more about the tasing as yes. well. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say that it's not Dan Gurney, but I don't think it's Dan Gurney. I haven't got, a, I haven't got anything better. Neither have I. No, I have nothing. Sean, do you want to ask the question? I don't think you are, but are you Dan Gurney? I am not Dan Gurney. I am Harley Race. Wrestler. The bloody wrestler. Sound like a wrestler. That's what I thought as well. I don't know. I, th- I thought maybe there was a r- racing driver called Harley Race, but I thought maybe the wrestler. I'm not sure. Um, no, he was definitely a wrestler. I'm on his Wikipedia page, and there is nothing about a motorsports career. I don't understand how he's synonymous with motorsport. His name's Race. Race. He he Mm. he sounds like a bike event, a Harley race. Is that that a tenuous link to motorsport? Do we allow it? Well, I mean, it's happened, hasn't it, what we do? Yeah, we can't take take time back. I would argue... No, we we did that Saturday night. But I, I would argue, now, bearing in mind... This is the person that has given yes to Mario Kart questions, um, but has also said these can't be trick questions. There can't be tr- trick questions in the quiz. I almost feel like this is a trick quiz, let alone a trick question. Mm, just run through those clues again. <laughs> the clues are. I was born in 1943. I'm American. I nearly had my uh, leg amputated in a crash in 1960. I began my career as a teen. I died in uh, 2019. I am formerly royalty. Um, I take it that must have been part of some sort of wrestling faction. I don't know. Uh, I am... Was Harley racing the Four Horsemen? Maybe. Uh, I uh, I'm an eight. Apparently, one champion. of one of his ring names was the King, according to right. the Wikipedia. Okie dokie. I am an eight-time champion. I have uh, I have taken that to NWA. Uh, I have been married four times. Of course, you have. You're a wrestler. Uh, another uh, accident forced me into retirement. I take it that's some sort of physical accident. Uh, I taste someone after a party. That makes so much more sense. Now you're a wrestler. Uh, my name is synonymous with motorsport. Harley, I suppose. But I would say that Harley is synonymous with motoring and not motorsport. But the second name is race. Even so. 
it's a bit, it's it's te- it's tenuous at best. I feel proven that, or incorrect. I feel but... that is borderline cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you you have presented this as a as a piece. Yeah. And so... that is that what you get for not looking to the end? Um, uh, well, I mean, realistically, it's not. That's what what's the fun if you read the last chapter of a book? I like to be almost in the same position as you are. The fun uh, of reading the last chapter of a book is you can go to the book club and pretend you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's until they go, what about the middle middle bit? And you go, oh, I'm just going to toilet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you mean the middle bit of the last chapter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do you send in a total shunt about motorsport? Or motorsport, uh, motorsport related, or motorsport adjacent, and, he, and like yeah, motorsport, like satellite motorsport. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't even need to be real, not even real life. I will take Jason and the Wheeled Warriors it was, over this. It was Jason the Wheeled Warriors, not Jason. That was that Wasn't, was. Was it? Yeah, he got he only got called Jason when he was in trouble, but with his mum. <laughs> was it? Was it really? Yeah, wow, it, was, yeah it was Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Oh wow. The uh, you you were well too old watching that. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah, so like something video game racing related, cartoon racing related. Uh, just as long as it, we've, I mean, we've had ones about cars. We've had, I think we've had Talladega Nights before, haven't we? And um, we've had about sixteen Lightning McQueens. Had it sixteen Lightning McQueens? Maybe no more Lightning McQueens. <laughs> uh, I will take. I will take wrestlers. I would love a proper one that involves a wrestler, but uh, that wasn't a proper one in my eyes. Anyway, tweet them to me at a total shunt in a private message or send me a PM on Instagram at a total shunt and I will make your dreams come true. Dreams may not come true. Your dreams may vary from what is offered with truthfulness or not. (laughs) (laughs) Can can also ask a favour. Lee, you're, uh, you're not around next week, are you? I am not. Harley Race music. died of lung cancer. Did he? <laughs> That's, That's a cheery a... note to wrap it up on. Lee, you're no, not, but, Lee, you're not around not next accident. week. Harley Race died of lung cancer. <laughs> yeah. But no, but like, I'm sorry. I mean, and obviously, like, oh, like lung cancer is a fucking terrible thing. My granddad died of lung cancer. It wasn't an accident. My granddad died. I think it was an accident that made him give, give up wrestling. Oh no, sorry, it was an accident. He retired, wasn't it? Sorry. Yeah. I thought I thought he said he died in an accident. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. But what well, isn't your granddad and and uh... he did? What? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, of course. But um, the isn't your granddad and uh, George Russell's granddad like brothers or something? No, different. The other side. Other side. Yeah. Yeah. The one that the one that doesn't get talked about except at Christmas and every other Sunday between uh, March and December. No. <laughs> what I was about to say was Lee's not Lee's not about next week. Um, can someone send me a shunt to do next week? Three legs, four wheels at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, we need uh, we need an emergency one because Lee, you're going to see a post emo band or whatever whatever genre it is they describe themselves as these days. I think it is emo, isn't it? You me at six is an emo band. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't well, know they what were, genre I think. you put them in. Yeah, they were. They were an emo band. They were. They were. They were one of like the last ones, weren't they? 
They were sort of slightly after it had passed on, I think. They kind of came yeah. to the party a bit late. Ah, so put post emo then. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, so it'll just be the three of us next week unless we can uh, get another guest in. Um, if you want to get in touch with anything, and like I say, if you want to send in an email for this mailbag feature that we keep announcing and nobody ever writes in, uh, 3legs4wheels at gmail.com or at 3legs4wheels on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And individually, we are on Twitter. At Sean Cowper. I'm not going to say my Twitter handle because I just found out that Harley Race's second wife was called BJ. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not your Twitter name. (laughs) And I'm now worried to say at Pablo100. I'll just tweet your Twitter handle out later on, Chris. Don't don't worry about it. Um, Other thing is for Patreon, if you want to get access to the show. At Flood 21. (laughs) (laughs) At Giant Flood. Um, if you want to get access to the show a little bit early and the occasional special when we've uh, when we've got time to do do them or we've had a life to talk about outside of F1 stuff, then if you go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels, you can sign up for whatever amount you want because we're getting Danish kroners and who knows what else these days. Um, it all goes to um, it all goes to support the podcast, pays for software, hardware, biscuits, um, cookies, Taiwanese pineapple cakes. No, we don't play rugby anymore. Hookers. <laughs> I did hear a good one the other day talking talking of um, talking of the subject of hookers. Some um, hookers. There was um, there was a rugby player who plays in the position of hooker uh, that was retiring, and the story came off the newswire, and it was um, one of the regional papers in the UK. Obviously, run everything through an online thesaurus, and it came out with Leicester prostitute to retire from the game. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Very good. It was good. <laughs> but, I mean, oh dear. Yes. Um, on that note, uh, we'll be around on uh, on Discord this weekend during the race if you want to uh, drop by for a chat. And we will be back next week with a review of the Mexican Grand Prix and a preview of Brazil. Because, yay, triple header. That shit is legit. MC it's Hammer. real. MC, ha- MC Hammer's in the house. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.